Bienvenidos y welcome to the Biz Bruja podcast, where reclaiming our powerful intuition, our sacred medicina, embracing our magic and healing ancestral patterns, invoke powerful creations in our own well-being, our lives, familias, community, and our businesses. Remembering that our businesses are so important at this time. I'm the creatrix of this blogcast, the Biz Bruja herself, Vanessa Codornu, a modern-day bruja, fourth-generation psychic medium, clinical hypnotist, energy healer, and soul biz mentor and coach. An Argentine-American who started reading adults at 16, became a professional intuitive at 22, and now guides creatives, intuitives, healers, and entrepreneurs to break through fears, connect to the practical power of their intuition so they can serve the world powerfully. Bienvenidos. Hey, everyone. Vanessa Colornu here. I am so excited to be here. Uh, maybe I sound too chipper for a lunar eclipse full moon in Scorpio. At the same time, I think that welcoming our shadows, dealing with the subconscious, and being able to embrace what we often try to deny or turn away from is a very liberating and exhilarating energy. I know not everyone is down with this with me, but I had to hop on at least for a little bit to do uh, an episode and talk about this. Um, I know I've been away for, I think, two weeks. It's been a little crazy, speaking engagements, Miami, teaching, etc. Um, in person, which is muy excitante, muy, me da mucha felicidad to be able to meet people in person, to shout out to anybody that I've met in person in the last two weeks. And if not, looking forward to meeting you. There's some events that are going to be um, created in New York City, some in D.C. I'll be doing some stuff in L.A. later in the year. So I'll let everybody know because me encanta, me encanta um, to be in person with people, sitting community, and really conectarme con los ojos y las almas de la gente. So with the eyes and the souls of people. Now let's get back to why we're here. Okay, I guess, you know, I could talk. I could talk forever. So, because, you know, I got that moon in Gemini, Mercury in Gemini, Gemini rising, blah, blah, blah. Um, really helped me in my profession, though. So if you ever do your natal chart, if you ever look up your astrology, and by the way, I have been reading charts since I'm 19. I just don't promote them, but if you're interested in a natal chart reading or a business chart reading from me, just DM me, PM me. We'll get it going. We'll get it flowing. Um, it's usually part of my coaching. I do four-month coaching with folks, and we do the natal chart as part of the coaching process. But getting back, it's really important for us to take a moment um, to look at ourselves in our world here in Cinco de Mayo uh, during this lunar eclipse full moon in Scorpio because it's one of those checkpoints that we get to have every month. So astrology is amazing because it teaches us and guides us in personal and collective cyclos, the cycles that we go through. So at any given time, we could always look at, well, where's the moon or what's happening? Ah, this makes sense. I'm going through the birth, death, rebirth cycle. We could do this for we could view our lives through these lenses. We could view our relationships through this lens because it's also in alignment with what is organic, what happens in nature. And we are part of nature. We are souls in a body that go through mind, body, and spirit shifts, that go through death, rebirth phases. We're not always going to be happy and in the growth phase. We're also going to be in the releasing, maybe grieving phases of our existences. And this gets to happen every month 
throughout the year in different ways. And it really is natural. So if you're someone that's out there thinking, oh, tendría que ser feliz todo el tiempo, I should be up and happy, please don't force yourself. Allow yourself to flow through the cycles with ease, with grace, or even sometimes with a tantrum because it happens, right, how we express ourselves. But let's get back to the checkpoints. So I see this as like accountability spots in every month. So one of these accountability partners is the new moon, or we could call it a checkpoint. And this accountability partner starts with a new moon. And in this new moon, we're releasing. The sky is dark. And we're like, okay, there's no light in the sky. Let me look at my world, see the rich, fertile soil, clear my own mind, body, and spirit, and see what do I want to seed? What intentions do I want to set up that are going to unfold over the next six months? So every month we get this new moon, this new opportunity to start again. And so don't waste it, get acquainted with the new moon and start working this way. I've been doing this since in my 20s, so it's been over 20 years. It really helps us to look at our lives as for what they truly are, which is is full of different phases, full of different cycles. Now, the second accountability buddy is the full moon, right? Because the new moon's all about new beginnings, setting intentions and manifestations. When we're talking about the full moon, it represents the culmination of a cycle. The, the new moon is when the sky is dark and then we start to see a little piece of it, a little sliver, and it keeps growing and growing and growing. Hasta que llegamos a la luna llena, right? The full moon. When we get to that point, it's a point of culmination. We see, okay, what did I create or set intentions for six months ago and what's reaching this point right now? So I remember six months ago where I was six months ago and six months ago I was probably doing my summit, dealing with a possible book deal and um, coming back from LA and about to head out to Peru, setting all these intentions and I set intention for rest time. And for a pulling back, which is what I've been doing because I have not been teaching the last four months. And now this cycle is concluding where I'm coming back, coming back with more workshops in person, coming back with more teachings online, coming back in a whole different way. So I invite you, right, to look at where were you six months ago? Six months ago from this full moon in Scorpio, this lunar eclipse, which I'll talk about more. Where were you? Flip back in your journal, look at your timeline, look at your calendar, feel in your heart where were you six months ago? Okay, and that place where you were six months ago, the things that were coming up and what you were seeding, what were you hoping for? And now look at your life now. How have those plans unfolded? What's come up for you since? What needs to be released? What are you still holding on to? What are you perpetually trying to be in denial about and not looking at that maybe is slapping you in the face right now with its truth? A lot of people have been writing me and asking me, oh my God, like it's the eclipse, the eclipse in Scorpio, because we tend to be afraid of Scorpio or we like mystify it or get horny for it because we think of, you know, we're like, oh, it's horny time or it's like a, a sexual time. No, it doesn't necessarily have to be. Scorpio is about depth, about going deeper. It can be intense sexual connection, spiritual soul connection. It could be finally that breakthrough in therapy, in your somatic work, in your healing work that allows you to see things with greater clarity. It could be that realization 
that a relationship is over or that um, you're starting a new phase of your business or of your life or of your health. It could be a conclusion that is very deep. So could it be some sexy time? Sure. You know what I mean? It could be that time that you spend connecting spiritually, sexually with your partner or new partner. Have some fun. And it can also be a time where you have these tremendous breakthroughs. And of course, breakthroughs can happen in intimacy, right? That's what Scorpio is all about. Intimacy of a reading that's profound. Intimacy of a sexual connection. Intimacy of a friendship connection. Intimacy of you with yourself and your guides and your well ancestors and getting to that clarity. So let's not limit Scorpio just to the department of death and rebirth or just sex. It is all of that. It is about power. It is about the power that we have been handing over to others. And it is about the power that we need to reclaim in order to change our lives. So when we talk about power, a lot of us don't like that word. I've talked about this before, especially for spiritual, especially for socially uh, justice-minded. Um, if we want diversity, inclusivity, equality, and equity for all, and we want a different world, we may want to move away from power. Let's remember or relearn or reinvite that power is something that happens naturally in nature. It's organic. It is our energy. Power is simply stoking our own energy, connecting to the power of trees, right? The energy of the trees, the energy of Pachamama, Mother Earth, the energy of the moon. And so we spend a heck of a lot of time in this colonized patriarchal world handing over a lot of our power because we're taught that. We're taught that in order to sobrevivir, to survive, right? To hand over our power to both the way things are. Well, in order for me to be successful, I have to go through school and go through this level and go through that level and get this degree. Or in order for me to be seen as like a valid human being, I have to have a child or get married or be of this gender or be straight or whatever it may be. The more we reclaim our power, the more we reclaim relationships as they feel right to us, the more we reclaim our gender as it feels right to us, the more we reclaim our purpose and our path and our sacred work as it feels right to us, the more in alignment we become. Now, are we going to have pushback from the regular world? Are we going to feel a little bit out of place sometimes? Surely we are. I know I have. Because now people want to be healers and curanderas and priestesses and everybody's reclaiming their intuition to some degree. But when I started back in the day day and, you know, my teachers, when they started, we were weirdos, we were outcasts, we were strange, we were woo-woos, sometimes we were disrespected, we were not seen as intelligent. Those were some of the fears that I had, right? If I stepped into my intuitive abilities, that I respected myself as an intellectual person, as an intelligent person, y que iban a decir si esta loca is believing in las estrellas y la luna and talking to the earth. <clears throat> but at the same time, it was such a strong pull for me. And my question is, well, why can't we have it all? Why can't we be it all? Why can't we be intellectual and intelligent and intuitive and sexual and sensual and creative? Why can't we be logical and also guided by spirit? I really, truly believe that we can. And so this invitation that's coming up, um, that is happening right now as I record this, because the full moon is taking place right now, May 5th at 1.34 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
time. I'm recording this at 3 p.m. I don't know Eastern Standard Time. It'll be out after. We are dealing with this lunar eclipse that is inviting us to face our shadows, right? You have this Taurus-Scorpio axis. Taurus and Scorpio are fixed signs. Translation, stubborn as fuck, okay? We be stubborn, all right? We be, I'm a Taurus sun, babies, all right? My... um soul babies out there. My uh, my birthday is May 17. And so, um, you know, we're stubborn. But when we apply that in a good way, like stubborn, oh, I'm going to build this business one way or another, or, you know, I'm going to heal one way or another. It's good. But when we're holding on to the past or holding on to the ways that we know, we've got to pry our sticky, grubby, little fixed fingers, because Taurus and Scorpio are fixed signs, off what we know and open our hands and say, Spirit, guide me and allow me to grow. And so the sun is in Taurus right now and it's telling us to, you know, ground, to be present. What does grounding mean? Connecting, making sure that we're connected to the earth beneath us, to feel the feet on the ground, feel it on the wooden fleet or on the carpet or wherever it may be, to feel ourselves present here, to call back our energy and our power. And then because it's Scorpio, the moon's in Scorpio, it's like, hey, okay, you want to focus on what is and what's around you. And that's great. You're being embodied. And how about we have some deep emotional release now? How about we face some of the things that we didn't want to look at? Now, people have said to me, oh my God, there's something going to come out and like give me the big old chancla and like hit me, you know, with the big old reality slipper or reality chancla that comes out. And, you know, Latinos, we know what the chancla is. We got hit with the big old slipper and la abuela and mommy could hit us at any distance. Now, yes, (laughs) An eclipse is going to be like a big old chancla sometimes and smack you upside your head. It may do so by making you face things that you've been in denial about. It may do so by setting you up into situations that you've never been in before and having to face shadows within, like things about yourself that you didn't like, um, stuck places where you're like trying to do it the old way and spirit's like, nah, you got to jump into the unknown, right? And so... Since Scorpio typically rules, as I said earlier, intimacy, shared wealth, taboo topics, transcendence, um, psychic ability, the occult, these are some of the themes that are coming up. And I think that for so many of my audience, so many of you, and let me know if this is true, you're also on a journey of reclaiming your own spirituality on your own terms, of facing the occult with less fear and remembering that you're powerfully intuitive, that you are beings that manifest. You know, when I hear people saying these are the steps to manifestation, I like them. I listen to them because there's some wisdom in that. But the truth is that we're manifesting all the time. We're manifesting when we're like, there's no jobs out there. There's no money. No hay dinero. Or, well, we're manifesting that reality, right? When we're in our fear, we're also manifesting our reality reality when we are sitting here, okay, abundance, abundancia para todos, right? Whether we're in a good mood or a bad mood, we're manifesting. And so it's okay to feel our fears and to be like, damn, people are getting laid off. There's so much fear in the environment. And there is. Right now we're dealing with Pluto in retrograde. We're revisiting all these things that have to do with power structures, right? And power over and power from within. Then we're dealing with Mercury. Mercury is the mind. How do we mentally process things, right? It's symbolized by Hermes, the winged god, el, el dios eh, griego y romano with the winged feet, right? It's like boom, 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 thoughts and energy that fly and it's in retrograde so our thoughts are going to be a little slower and we're maybe going to um review the same thinking over and over again because we're stressed out about the environment so what's the solution right is there a solution um 
trusting that Scorpio is going to take us deep, trusting that um, creativity, um, our resourcefulness, our strength is at the heart of our existence. Like to me, human beings are wildly, wildly creative. And creative doesn't mean that you're a painter or a singer or a dancer, right? Creative, we have creative ways of living, creative ways of existing. I believe that this eclipse is closing out the old ways of doing things on a collective level. It's going to take time for us to see the fruit of it, right? We're working on it as a collective. And personally, it's also showing you where what you've been doing doesn't work. I just came out of um, a session where we talked a lot about La Mujer Poderosa, the Superwoman, the Wonder Woman, and Latinas, BIPOC women, and women of all races and all ethnicities and all cultures have been trained to be the stand-up person who does it all. I could do it, I could do it, I could do it. We've come through this understanding of just because I can do it doesn't mean I should, right? Just because I can doesn't mean I should. But also now a lot of us are realizing as we've experienced burnout that, well, we can't actually do it. Before, we're like, well, I can do it, but I don't want to. Now it's like, really? What is it sacrificing? What am I sacrificing in order to be everything to everyone? And so this is a reminder to anybody who's listening. Are you everything to everyone? Are you pushing yourself to do it all by yourself? We've been taught this heightened independence and like sense of we have to do it all on our own, especially, you know, immigrant children of immigrants and immigrant children. I came here at a year old, but I do consider myself an immigrant child because my first language is Espanol and my first school pre-kinder was in Argentina and Buenos Aires. So when I came here, I had to stop kissing everybody because that's what you do in Argentina and Latin America. You kiss people when you say hello. You know, people are like, oh my God, she's weird. Está besando a todos. What is she doing? And so as an immigrant child who had to translate for her parents, who had to figure out who beat down my Latino accent, my Spanish accent, until it was like a middle of the road and I would be accepted, right? I have those feelings of I have to do it all. Like my parents can't translate for me. I have to figure it out. My parents didn't go to college here. I have to figure it out. So for any of you, wherever you may be from, right? And you may be like from parents who've been here 300 years, but you may be the first one, the first white American who went to college. So you started a new thing. For any of you, any of you out there who are everything to everyone, for any of you who have pushed yourself to burn out, and life does push us. It's like a dual thing. Society demands from us. Our jobs demand from us. Our families demand. And then we pressure ourselves. We feel like we should be able to scroll and great create great content and run a business or have a career and have the child and go work out and have the flat stomach. It's a lie. I want you to breathe that in. Wonder Woman is a lie. Superman, superwoman is a lie. Can we all be heroes and rise to the occasion? Yes. We are magnificent, powerful souls that are more powerful than Superman and Superwoman and Wonder Woman and all that. Our souls are so magnificent that have incarnated here on Earth and other galaxies and experienced things that of which dreams are made of and movies are made of, right? And so we watch a movie and we're like, oh, I feel like it resonates. Well, maybe because your soul existed in that plane and that existence. Our soul is so much more powerful. But in this human earth, in this earth plane, in this Terran existence, right? We're existing on earth. This magnificent multidimensional soul is shoved into a body that requires, what, seven to nine hours of sleep? 
My people, I tend to sleep four to six hours for like a decade already since I built my business and I've been working and working on sleeping more, right? Because even though my soul's like, Woo, we could do it all, we could do it all. Yeah, it's affecting different parts of my existence. And so I just want to bring us down to earth as the sun Taurus that I am and be like, yes, my gente, we are magnificent. We are wonderful. But why do we have to kill ourselves? Why do we have to do it all for everyone? When do we come back into our own bodies in this Taurus season and allow ourselves to smell the roses, to lay in the hammock without guilt, to stop taking care of everyone and allow everyone their own awakening and maturation cycle? You know, if we're a mom or we're taking care of our students or doing too much for everyone, para todos, we're not allowing them to have that crash of reality of, oh shit, I got to figure it out myself. And so there's a balance of where we can help others and we have to allow other people to like figure it out themselves. And so for this lunar eclipse, for this full moon in Scorpio, I invite you to listen to what your soul is telling you. Y yo sé que tu alma, I know that your soul is wise, is deep, has been around for so long. I know that your well and wise ancestors are trying to speak to you, communicate through you through your food choices or movement choices or through your dreams. And I know that your wise and well ancestors want you to have a life filled with more peace. And, you know, I personally get a little annoyed when I see all of the Taurus... Uh, astrology and all the memes about how we're eating all the time or sleeping all the time and all that. And you know, every tourist that I know is not about that, people. Like I said, I barely sleep, like four to six hours. And boy, do I work. Do I enjoy life? Sure. I love my improv. I love my life. I love to dance. I love being in this human body. And at the same time, how do we come into more peace while still taking action on the things that mean something to us? And of course, we have to take action on things like we have to work in general, most of us. Even if, let's say, we have a partner that's taking care of the overhead and all that, we still have to show up, clean up, drop off the kids to school, do the things that we do. There's so much here for all of us. And so if there is an invitation that I can give all of you at this time, it's at one, your intuition is guiding you. Your knowing is telling you, hey, you can't do this anymore or this is enough. Two, to take a moment and figure out where you were six months ago when we had that other moon, that other eclipse in Scorpio. It, it kind of kicked my booty, so I don't know where you all were at. Um, I, was where, I was doing too much at that time, and uh, it was incredible and amazing, and it also kicked my booty. And so where were you six months ago? What were the intentions that you set, and what is ending right now? And as I said earlier, I set an intention to rest more, and boy, did I. I took time from teaching, and I'm coming back now. And so when you can view, when you can understand that intuition is guiding you, when you can understand that six months ago you set some things in motion that are now coming to a close or ending or should be ending, and then take your time and look at where you're holding on. Where are you holding on to old ways of being? Where are you holding on to relationships, situations out of fear, right? Where are you holding on because you think this is the way you have to do it? And where can you release your grip 
Invite spirit in and say, I'm ready to release what no longer serves. Ya estoy cansada. I surrender. I give up. And I know we don't want to give up. We're like, I'm going to fight. I'm going to do it. I don't know how, but I'm going to make it through. Voy a llegar. Voy a hacerlo. Voy a hacerlo. And there are just some times that we need to release. We need to release our tight grip on a job, on a relationship. And then there are other times that we haven't done enough. We've been bitching and bitching about our relationship and complaining and complaining. And maybe we've communicated, but is counseling the next step, right? Is mediation the next step? <clears throat> What's the next step? And the thing that we've been holding on to, the thing that we have been just thinking that we needed so desperately to survive. And what is this invitation that we're receiving now in this beautiful south node lunar eclipse, full moon in Scorpio? You know, eclipses are the bridges from the past, the present, and the future. What are we seeing for ourselves in the future? And what do we need to shift in this moment in order to allow our most peaceful, expansive, creative, joyful, sensually fulfilled abundant, ecstatic selves to exist? And that's the question that I have on my heart right now. And as I look at my own life, lo que le quiero decir is like slowing down and bringing on more coaching clients and being less visible, right? I shared, I was not sharing new content from Monday, from not Monday, from January. <laughs> January is the Monday of the year. Um, from From January to April. But spending time in therapy, spending time healing, spending time in nature, spending time in my medicine practice, spending time following the Inca New Stapaco way that I initiated into in 2021 and allowing myself to sit with nature and what is nature teaching me, what is my body teaching me, is now allowing me to return, right, in a different way, in a different style. And so allow yourself to look back, whether you were conscious about it or not. And don't beat yourself up if you weren't conscious because in two weeks we get another new moon, my people. So we get a whole new fresh start, okay? And we get to see new paths. And then six months later we get to go, okay, where was I six months ago? We always have a new chance. We always have otra oportunidad to sanar, to heal. We always have otra oportunidad to discover, to explore. We always have otra oportunidad. If you feel in any way, shape, or form that you're completely stuck in certain areas of your life, remember to look at where were you six months ago to trust that your intuition is guiding you and then asking you what are you willing to release and what are you willing to transform. I am sending you all so much love. Um, please, I invite you not to be afraid of this intense moon. Again, it could be a great romp <laughs> with your partner. Um, it could be a great realization. It could be a breakthrough. And it could be you really flowing in your power. Your power of knowing that no matter how stuck you may feel, that there's a way through. That there, you're just a decision or two away from liberation. Or you're, a you're just a decision away from changing something in your life that has been hampering you. Now, I just said that you're a decision or two away from liberation, and I also want to call up and understand that we also live in a racist, patriarchal society. And so for some folks, the decision or two is still going to keep us. We're going to, we're going to still be in this racist, oppressive, patriarchal society, but there are decisions that we can make within that system to bring us at least a little more liberation as the collective continues working towards a world 
that makes it safe for all of us to exist and makes it safe for all of us to be who we are, whatever gender we are, whatever race we are, whatever our beliefs are. And I do firmly believe in that. And I cultivate that hope within my heart. And I know, and I know that we're moving towards it. Um, I'm suddenly getting this download as I'm about to close. For any of you who felt that you were struggling in business the last six months, um, maybe doing a ritual, because after all, this is about ancestral healing intuition and building our businesses, right? Um, allow yourself to go in and maybe you know journal, whether it's your career, it's your romance area, your life, your health, but if it's your business, and say, you know, what system did I think was good for me or was working or what way of thinking or what offering or what belief did I think was working and maybe now needs to be released and what, and what am I making space for? So if you thought that all your that retreats were going to be the way for you and now you're seeing people are not signing up as much, maybe for fear of travel or just fear of the economy, you know, what new thing could be born? Instead of going, oh my God, there's nobody doing this. You know, what can be born now? How can we set the stage to release our fear in business and create the way for the new that's on its way in the next two weeks? All right, mi gente hermosa, I love you all so much. If you're looking for some coaching, I usually do not share, but I do have two spots open. My coaching takes up about four months. It's three to four months, usually four months. We meet every week, and in that, it's a whole journey. We dive deep to see what's blocking you. We work with hypnosis, past life regression, Akashic Records. I train you in Akashic Records, and or at least to deepen your own intuition in your work, in your business, in your creative endeavor. And, um, and I love it. There are two more spots open. Just DM me, PM me about what that entails and we'll have a free chat. If you're looking for the Akashic Records, there's still a special. I never took it down. I think I stopped promoting it. There's still a $97 special instead of the $150. And if you're really looking to dive deep and break through something, know that I've been doing hypnosis for over 20 years and the, the breakthroughs that come through in the hypnotic state where it's very Scorpion. And by the way, Scorpio is my sixth house, the house of every day and the house of work. Um, so that's what I do for work is I go into the subconscious, I go into the soul, el alma, and I do the work there, the, the alchemical space of transformation. And reach out. Let's have a conversation. Los adoro. I can't wait. I've done some beautiful interviews that I have to share. And uh, please give me feedback because here I am kind of on a mic talking into the stratosphere. And I love to hear what serves. Gracias. Mucho amor a todos.